You're listening to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast, the show that proves no one stumbles upon success ever. With your host, Lou Need. Every Mondays and Thursdays, we deliver cold heart evidence behind the power of a robust morning routine. Get ready to be transformed by the renewal of your mind. Hello, morning enthusiasts. Welcome to the Best Morning Routine Ever podcast. I am your host, Looney Lewis, and today we have a phenomenal guest coming on the show today, Anne Gannon. She is the principal at the Lago Group. The Lago Group offers innovative accounting and bookkeeping solutions to businesses and individuals. In 2016, the Lago's group revenue has grown 75% year over year for the last five years. That is massive growth. Lago Group has 500 plus customers from Alaska to Maine and a team size of eight. Talk about keeping it lean (laughs) and knows how to do that. So it's an honor. It's a pleasure to bring you on. And welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here. It is my pleasure. I know you're calling out from the East Coast. It's kind of chilly right now, but we are happy to have you on here to talk about all the success that you've been having. How in the world do you get your team to stay so lean with eight people and experience 75% growth year after year? Let's start there. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I think it all is about having a common uh, philosophy and, you know, really working together as a team, you know, drawing upon strengths and weaknesses. So I think that's really something that we really try to do is work together and really take, you know, your process, whether it's monthly accounting or tax and really break it down into like all the pieces that go together that need to be done. So we really don't, most accounting firms will have like a set list of clients or things that like you work on, but we really are more collaborative and really try to, you know, work together on all the jobs so that, you know, there isn't as much burnout and it feels a little more like a team environment versus just the same thing every day. That is great team building because I know as small entrepreneurs, we too want to keep it lean. That's the majority of the audience, right? We want to keep it lean. And, but sometimes it's hard finding the right talent, um, keeping the right talent in place. So your secret is ensuring that everyone works together is what I gather. And then I think for us, you know, in accounting, you know, as in a lot of businesses, there's a lot of seasonality. So one thing that we really try to do is do things throughout the year that I think a lot of times in accounting, it can be like, oh, well, your margins are so good because you, you know, and this is not our model, actually, but the traditional model is like, you know, you try to do as many returns as you possibly can between January and April. You try to do as much work as you possibly can. And then, okay, the rest of the year, you know, we know that we're kind of in this lull. But I think from an employee standpoint or a team standpoint, that actually isn't fun on either side because it's not fun working, you know, 80 plus hours a week yeah. in tax season. But then it's also kind of weird just sitting around the rest of the year <laughs> waiting until yeah. the next tax season. So our model is completely different. It actually makes us have a worse margin, but I think it works where we have a better retention of our clients and they stay with us longer because we're trying to do stuff every month. So that mm-hmm. way, when we get to tax season, it's not this crazy crunch. Let's talk about the last 12 months, but we're really just kind of plugging along one bite at a time. And I think that just works better for everybody. Yeah, that's a great model. That does make you very unique because you think of all the other, as you said, the accounting firms, they just, right now is busy season for them. 
right? The next two months, three months is peak season and everyone's running around like a chicken with like chicken with their heads cut off. Yes. <laughs> Where you are, you and your team are just like, oh, we got this. We've been doing this all year round. So we, exactly. we've been, we've been count doing your expenses. We've been doing your, your transactions. <laughs> and so we have an eye on it. And I think um, entrepreneurs value that very much because a lot of us, we don't want to think about it. Yeah. And then there's no surprises. I think, you know, I really value having, being having the time to have good conversations with our clients, I think also helps because if you're just, you know, trying to do four tax returns a day for the next 40 days, you don't have time to like ask you questions about your business. It's like, all right, I got to get this done. So I think it's important to have, you know, those good conversations because as entrepreneurs, it's like, you're always thinking about what's next or what are you doing differently this year? And those are things that I think your accountant should know as well. Yeah. And how to capitalize and get the best uh, money back as well. (laughs) You know, it could have, there could have been donations that weren't accounted for, you know, you didn't see that tape, that receipt and it gets missed and, you know, and I I can see that. So from what I'm listening, I'm hearing and is, is the relationship. You build a relationship with your clients year round. Yes, exactly. And that is crucial. So tell us a little bit more about the process. You know, how do we like find and connect with you in the way that we, if we wanted these services, because you're out of the Philly, you're out of Philly. Can you do this? If I'm in San Diego, can I go ahead and plug in with your group? Yeah. So, I mean, I think, you know, we work nationally. So, you know, on the tax standpoint that, you know, is fine. It's really everyone's tax is the same, but, you know, there's some local knowledge and we definitely, you know, make sure that we understand state and local stuff. But overall, I mean, our philosophy is that what we want to do is help you make your business better. So regardless of your industry, although we do, you know, specialize in hospitality, our core principles are, you know, our goal is to build a toolkit for you as the owner. So it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go take an accounting class or go back to school for accounting, but there's certain things that you need to know about accounting so that you understand your business. So that's really what we try to do is to bridge that gap because you may not have time to read an accounting book, but that's okay because you're really good at what you do, right? And yeah. that, and our goal is to give you those tools so you don't have to read the accounting book, but you understand your margins and your cash flow and your profitability. So our belief is that, you know, bookkeeping's great and taxes are great, but that's, you know, for our team to do, right? Is to know the rules of bookkeeping and know the rules of taxes. But you as the owner, you know, there's four tools that you need. You need a budget, you need a forecast, which is really just like a rolling weekly, what do I expect my business to be generating down to cash flow? You need some sort of scorecard every week, right? To know, okay, how did I do this week compared to my targets? Because if I'm not hitting my target every week, I'm never going to hit my monthly budget. I'm never Mm going to hit my yearly goal, right? right? And then finally, you need to know your cash flow every day. And we believe if you commit two hours a week to these tools, then everything else takes care of itself, right? We can do the bookkeeping, we can record the invoices, the sales and all of that. But if you are focused on these tools, you're going to do make good decisions as a business owner. Yeah. And it sounds like you're teaching along the way yes. as well. <laughs> <laughs> Teach a man a fish, right? Because so many times in accounting, the old school approach, and this is why like, I left the big firms, is we're going to try to make it as hard as possible. We're going to try to make it as complicated as we possibly can so that you pay us more, right? Because then you feel like, oh my God, I can't do this without you. And in reality, you have to be able to do it without us, right? Because it's great to have us, but I could get sick. I could be gone. I Whatever could happen. Mm-hmm. But you as the owner have to have the tools yourself because that's going to make your accounting better. That's going to make your business better. So we definitely 
believe that it is in large part on the owner to learn these tools and have that, you know, decision. And the truth is, you know, we've been talking about this since 2016, but I really believe in COVID, our model proved itself, right? Because unlike most of the accountants in the world, we were talking to our clients every week. So it was like, all right, let's change our budget from being monthly to weekly because who knows what's going to happen in 30 days, but we can at least try to do something for next week. Like let's make next week better than this week. And together with our clients, I mean, we were probably 18 months ahead of most businesses in their conversations with their accountants. But by the time they got back to talking to their accountant, it was like April, 2021. And we had been talking, you know, all the way leading up to COVID through COVID and then post COVID. And I think that's the difference. And it's not, we saved businesses, but it's these owners who committed themselves to buying into the tools and being proactive that that made the difference. So that's really what we're trying to do now is, you know, educate people to say whatever happened in the last 18 months, let's really use this as a never again approach to be able to say going forward, I'm going to know this about my business every day and I'm not going to ever get back to a point where I don't know what's going on. Yeah, that preparation aspect of it, that piece of it. And I know even with COVID, in, in restaurants had a different type of reality than the other businesses. So let's talk about um, restaurant accounting tips um, and how to build cash flow. <laughs> yes, well, I mean, I think the pre-COVID, everyone, you know, it, it was a great time to be in business. It was a great time to be in the hospitality business. And so mm-hmm. the focus was really on sales, right? I want to grow my sales by 10%. I want to grow by 15%, whatever it was, the top line was really what everyone cared about. And what we sort of lost sight of, because it, it wasn't, everyone was in growth mode, was the bottom line, right? That a lot of times you had people who maybe had two or three locations, but the profitable locations then funded, you know, the new location. And it was sort of this like churning model of like, we're going to continue to grow and things will always be good. And I think what the lesson of COVID was, is a lot of those business owners had never stopped to take care of themselves, right? Who had never stopped to really make sure that they had taken money out of the business, that they had built their own nest egg, they had built their own savings account. So you had people who had been in business 35 years, incredibly profitable, right? Eight, $10 million combined in their locations who had no retirement, like had nothing, had always assumed that things will go on forever and I don't need to protect myself the same way I would if I was working for a corporation and had a 401k and things like that. And I feel like that is the lesson to business owners is that we have to make sure that we're protected, that we have savings accounts, we have nest eggs. So if a COVID happens, it's not your world is shattered. Right. You're certainly correct because we don't think about that. We're like, we don't need a 401k. We're always going to have this. We'll, we'll have it insurance, insurance money if we need it. You know, we'll be covered. And so it, it really is eye opening that we have to start. We have to think in that same mind frame of nest egg, putting something away so that if a pandemic takes place, that we will be covered. Yeah. And I feel like for the restaurant industry, because they were so hard hit, they saw it much worse, but it's a lesson for every business owner. So if you weren't in the restaurant business, it's still something you got to think about. But I feel like at least for the restaurant industry, they know that that's the case. I mean, all of a sudden overnight, I mean, you still had, you know, for most restaurants, especially with how high volume they are, there's so much money that goes in and out every day, right? So you have big payrolls and you have big bills and just getting food in your restaurant for a weekend can be $10,000. Right, you're just writing the check to your vendors, and so I think the craziness of cash flow for 2020 was 
most of these restaurants still had a full payroll, right? Because it's always at least mm-hmm. a week behind, if not two weeks. So when the shutdowns happened and you revenue went to zero, most people had a full payroll and they had 30 days of vendor bills. And so the cash flow that they were all of a sudden in the red was hundreds of thousands of dollars. And who would have ever thought your sales were going to go to zero? But it's a good eye-opening lesson to say, okay, if that's what could happen, and you know, things happen, hurricanes, earthquakes, yeah. like it, it might not be a pandemic, but things happen. So if that's the case, what is the cash flow that I want to say never again to? I always want to have at least X amount of my bank account. So I know that if that is to happen, because we also saw the other side of it, right? Things came back. Eventually people came back in their restaurants and eventually people ordered takeout and they they were able to pivot. But just remembering that gap and saying, okay, I know now that I will always have two payrolls in my cash. I'll always have three payrolls, whatever it is, I think will change the way a business owner thinks about their business. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So with that mind frame of how to think about your business and how to think long term, what is something some people can do weekly to ensure that they improve their accounting so that it's not a big surprise at the beginning or the end of the year for them? I think it's truly knowing your cash flow. As silly as it sounds and as easy as it sounds, I believe it's literally tracking your cash balance every day and being honest with yourself about how much cash your business really generates, right? Because I guarantee it's probably a little less than we like to think. Because entrepreneurs, we're positive, right? We're like, oh, but like, you know, if sales are this, then I am killing it. But we need to be realistic too. And we need to be honest to say, okay, I know my business could do this, but where we are right now, not pie in the sky, this is really how much cash is coming in every week. And to do that, I really think it's as easy as writing down your bank balance every day. Like fundamentally, Mm -hmm. is it going up every week or is it going down every week? And from there, it will change the way you think about your business. Because even if you do that for 30 days, you'll see, okay, it went up by 2000. Well, did I spend stuff personally out of my business that caused it to go up less than I thought? Or is there stuff I didn't pay? And so it went up 2000, but I have more bills. Just that fundamental question every day. I really think that's a mindset shift for most business owners without having to get in the weeds of like, Accounting 101. Right. You know, I was also thinking, yeah, you may have gone up $2,000, but did you, is your credit, like credit debt, $1,500? Exactly. (laughs) For that week. And so it's not cash. (laughs) Right. And I think inherently you'll start to see that like, oh, but I paid the credit card bill the following week. So now I'm back down again. I mean, just doing that for one month, two months, it will change the way you look at your spending. Yeah, I like that actionable do it. You can do it now to see it because that's how habits work, right? You don't you don't do it because you see the benefits right now. It's more of like a it's not any immediate gratification at all. It's more right of a long term benefit that if you do one every week, every month, that it compiles to giving you the results that you're one, you're not surprised, two, you have cash flow, and three, you you are uh, on top of it uh, all year round. And exactly. so yeah, no, speaking of habits, <laughs> I'd love to hear about your habits. You know, how do you get up, dress up and show up? How does your habits contribute to your success? Yeah, so I do the same thing. And that the cash flow check is the first thing I do every day when I come to work because I'm a business owner too, right? And yeah. the entrepreneur. And so I think that that has definitely helped. It's something that I started at the beginning of COVID and I feel like it helps 
you know, me from feeling overwhelmed and cash flow and in things like that. Um, the other thing I really believe in is, you know, having like a morning workout. I think yeah. mentally that can really help because, you know, one thing that's hard as an owner is you just feel pulled in so many directions. But I think if you're able to have that good mindset in the morning and work out first thing. So I definitely, I mean, I force myself to work out every day at least 30 minutes before I, you know, do anything else. I don't allow myself to check my email or anything before yeah. I work out because I found that otherwise you just get sucked in and you yep. put it off. And so I turn my phone off at like six o'clock every night. I actually this year invested in a private phone so because everything was going to my cell phone and it was like so hard to disconnect. And I feel like the stress of, you know, the last two years has been a lot. So the thing I treated myself to is to have like my own cell phone that so I can turn my work phone off. Then just if I have like friends or whatever, can just yeah. still text, but work phones off. And then it doesn't go back on until after I work out and meditate for at least 10 minutes. And then I turn it on. <laughs> I'm like, all right, here we go. <laughs> so... Then you're prepared. You're primed you're prepared. for the day. Yeah. Yes. That's, that notion, don't touch your phone before you take care of yourself is real. Because once you open it, there's a text, there's a chat, there's an email. Well, that's everyone's agenda for you. Yes. It's not your agenda. And when the minute you open it, you relinquish your own agenda to the rest of the world, to the business. Yes, it is your business, but you still have to have those boundaries. Because if you are not well and you show up and you're not making rational decisions, your business suffers. Yeah. And so I am totally with you. Like working out in the morning is a must. I'm meditating in the morning. It gives you more energy. It makes the day like it really makes the difference of you being able to go hard and go strong for, let's say, four hours. And you can go for 10 hours when you yeah. do meditate, when you do work out, you get that energy boost and you are productive, you're calm, you're collective, and you are able to kind of process and get in the groove and get in focus mode. And yes. that's the power. That's the yes. power behind our morning routine, how it, it kind of translates back to our business and to our work life. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. So meditation is only 10 minutes for you. You keep it simple. I try. I mean, by that point, I'm always like, oh, I got to go. I got to go. <laughs> but I, at least 10 minutes, you know. Um, but yes, I would say that's probably one of my New Year's resolutions this year is to like do better at the meditation part because it does feel like it gets a little rushed. But yeah. yes. <laughs> Meditation. I've also heard of um, journaling, gratitude journaling. Um, yes. Things I'm grateful for to kind of boost your mood, your serotonin to kind of get the day started. That's yes. a big plus as well. So you are living testimony of the morning routine. And <laughs> yes, <definitely>. <laughs> so happy to have heard that and to, to have you um, talk about that today. Tell us how can we connect with you? How can we find you? Yes. So please check out our website, www.thelargergroup.com. We offer free resources. It's something that we've been doing since the beginning of COVID and that's something that we will continue. So we usually have at least one course every month. This month, we actually are being joined by an insurance expert. So if you've ever wondered about your business insurance, if you pay too much, not enough or any questions like that. So we always try to add something um, just to give you know business owners some information and then quick bites. So uh, please check out our website. It's free and it's a great way to learn about the resources that we talked about. Very nice. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. And you have been amazing. Thank you for coming on and telling us about bookkeeping solutions um, for businesses and individuals. I mean, we all need that. And I love the tip that do something every week to compile for the month and then those months compile to the year. So there are no surprises in that you're on top of it. And you actually give the business owner ownership empower them in that way too. So that that's good to hear to be able to 
to connect with you and be able to kind of hand that and work with you on that on that front. It's been an honor, a pleasure having you on. Thank you for coming. Thank you so much. It was such an honor to be here. Excellent. Is this a digital wall calendar and family planner? Can I use it as a digital frame? Does the smart eye mirror support my smart home devices? I am glad you asked because it does. With everything you need in one place, Smart Eye Mirror can help you stay informed at a glance. The following are just a few examples of how you can customize your screen. Alexa, turn on Smart Mirror. Okay. This is a calendar of the month showing us what we have coming up, but that's a YouTube video playing over here. Picture, digital photo album. But if you look at the time, we have the date, the time, but also an affirmation. Love is patient, love is kind. Not just a smart mirror, it's a smart lifestyle. Go check it out at bestmorningroutineever.com and go into the dress up tab. And there you'll see all things smart eye mirror to give you more information. And I will be excited and elated to customize it to you and your liking and your lifestyle. Well, all right, morning enthusiasts, that's it for today's show. Thank you for tuning in. If you love the best morning routine ever podcast, we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes or Google Play. While you're at it, tell a friend about the show. Be sure to visit bestmorningroutineever.com and our Facebook group to join the conversation, access the show notes, and discover our fantastic free bonus content. Until next time.